my beautiful human welcome back to the advice from hannah show season 2 episode 61 called interview to myself i want to thank you for clicking play and riding with me through season 2 haven't you been having fun i sure as hell am i want to give a quick shout out to my girl marisol she and i were having a quick little chat this week and she suggested that i do an episode asking myself the really hard questions and since i'm here for you i'm here for the listener i'm here for the viewer i deliver when somebody asks me to do something for them so i'm excited for this episode shall we jump into it all right guys i want to let you know i'm in a mood right now it's Sunday. I don't even know what day it is. What is it? Sunday, April 26th. Here in Toronto, it is rainy. It is dark. It's gloomy. And you know, I'm feeling myself. <laughs> I'm feeling myself. Still in lockdown. I did my hair yesterday. I kind of feel sexy. You know, it. I'm in a mood. I'm in a mood. And Interviewing myself right now, I think, is key and so clutch. So, shout out to Marisol once again for giving me this idea. I interview a lot of people. I have conversations with people all during my week. We get into deep, complex, beautiful conversations. But yet, sometimes I crave for people to ask me questions. Or I want somebody just to nudge a little harder to get something out of me. But sometimes it doesn't happen. And that's expectations. And we've talked about expectations here once or twice before. But it's not good to have them because you'll get disappointed. But I can expect stuff from myself. So further, without holding you guys back any further, I know you're listening to me, even though you don't want to tell me. (laughs) We're going to go to my very first question. And it's, who am I? Who's this chick? <laughs> so, I don't know if any of you know my story. It's been kind of plastered here and there on different platforms. But as of right now, I'll tell you what it is. Before I started my brand, I was somebody who was super in tune with helping others. I always listen to everybody's problems. I'm a fixer, I clean up messes. I love, 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 love super hard. And I give my all to anybody that I love or anybody that's close to me. They can attest to it. They know they're nodding. So doing that is super draining. It's super fucking draining. And if you don't do something for yourself, you're going to end up miserable. You're going to end up depressed. You're going to end up overeating and not really happy with yourself and where you are in life. And that happened to me. I was 28. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was tired of working for other people. I still in my corporate job, but I didn't really feel like nothing was calling me. And I was sitting on my bed March, two years ago. And I look at my husband because I was at probably one of my lowest points. And I said, you know what? forget it. I'm going to open the advice from Hannah 
online platform and this is going to be it. I'm going to tell people how I feel. And if I have five followers or if I have 20 followers or if nobody likes me, I don't care. I'm going to do this because nobody is explaining how they feel. They're talking about how they're so great and how they have achieved everything. But they're not talking about how they feel. The real nitty gritty. And I'll be real with you guys. I don't give a shit to tell you all the stuff I've been through. It doesn't matter to me because I know it's my truth. So I'm owning it. So you can't come tell me any different because I was the one that lived it. So the advice from Hannah platform show, whatever you want to call it, speaker, legend, whatever, is a reflection of me and what I've been through and what I can do and now how I've helped people along the way. Not to say that I haven't hit the pavement once or twice. I was I was on my ass last week. <laughs> Super overwhelmed with this lockdown, doing so much, but here we are. That's me in a nutshell. I help people. I listen to them. I advise them. Whether this is going to turn into something where I take my advisor hat and I, you know, advise brands and executives on their next moves. Or if it stays at this community level where I give out so much love to everybody that listens to me, I'm not sure where it's going to go, but I do know that where I've been, I don't meet anybody else like me or who has my work ethic or who cares as much as I do. So that's kind of a bit about me of how I got here. We can go into deep layers of my childhood if you want. If you want to listen to that, send me a DM. Let me know. I'll make an episode for you, just for you. So we can kind of dive into that. But I am a chick who is wildly passionate and extremely diligent and hardworking or when I want something. And I really strongly believe that my brand, the things that I do, will be on national television one day. And you'll see me everywhere. So I hope you get used to hearing me from now. Another question is, do I regret anything? That's a hard one for me. I'm being totally transparent with you right now. And I do regret a couple things. I regret not starting this sooner. I regret not having a close-knit relationship with my father. I regret not being able to express myself to the best of my abilities when people would ask me how I was feeling earlier on. Because here's the thing. I grew up, the way that I grew up, I suppress a lot of feelings. And I put them in little compartments and I don't speak about them and I'm great and I'm fine and everything is colorful and dandy. So I regret not speaking up. That kills me. That kills me to know that there are parts of my life that I really should have spoken up. For instance, when I wanted to speak up in a situation that I was in and I was told that nobody asked me a question. Or when, you know, a guy wanted to talk to me, but I knew what he really wanted was to bang me. And I didn't speak up about it because I thought that that was the only kind of attention I was allowed to get. Or, you know, when even current date, 
when I'm working with others and I have a really cool idea that I want to express, but I don't express it because it's so wild or I, I think it's not going to be accepted. So I don't say anything. So as outspoken as I am and as bold as I am, there's still more of that underneath me that I'm scared to kind of talk about because I don't think it'll be accepted. The kind of ambition that I have and the dreams and the goals that I have scare the regular person and I regret not talking about them or opening myself up to them sooner. What was the last time that I cried? I cried last week, Thursday. (laughs) I cried last Thursday. I was super overwhelmed. I had just done my uh, Lead with Love digital event. I don't know if you guys have been going to them. If you haven't, I suggest that you go to the very last one. It's on April 30th. The link is in my bio on Instagram at Advice from Hannah. You can sign up through there if you're interested in coming. Shout out to whoever's listening to me right now and has gone. I appreciate you. But I got off the event and I cried. Not because I did an event. I cried because for the first time in a while, I was actually doing something that I had a vision for and I was doing it by myself. I Not to say that I don't mind collaborating, collaborating over competition any day, you guys know this about me, but there's a certain part of myself and my brand and my vision that I haven't executed because there's such wild ideas. And to see the digital event series lead with, lead with love be so accepted and, you know, so well received and people giving me feedback on how my performance was, of how the guests were super clutch, you know, those things that really made me tear up because, you know, it's, it's hard. It's hard to do what I do. It's hard to do what I do. It's hard to put myself out there. It's super fucking hard to talk about how I feel and expose myself to such vulnerability and and almost in a sense to be bare naked in front of so many people and to be judged by it or or not to hear any feedback like for instance my event the eventbrite page had 120 clicks but i had 20 people in the room so where are the other 100 you know what i mean so i know that that could be discouraging for a lot of people it was for me I'm like damn it what am I doing wrong why isn't this even bigger why aren't more people signing up so I regret not being bold enough and I regret not giving myself the opportunity and the chance to grow and be me just sit there and be me Jesus this rain is really doing something to me (laughs) I feel like I need to have a glass of wine and a cigar and keep talking with you guys. What was my childhood dream? My childhood dream was this right here. I wanted to be Oprah. I wanted to have a couch and sit there and have people be interviewed and me be this big television star and be on stage and have my name in lights and travel all over the world and, you know, write a book and just be super like, you know, when you have those, those dreams that you have a butler bringing you your breakfast in bed 
with like your balcony opening to this super big view with water. That that was my dream. It still is. It still very much is. I still want it all. I'm not scared to say that I want to live a luxurious life, even though everybody's like, oh, yes, a simple life. And I love that. I love that. If that's your vibe, dope. But that's not mine. I've lived a simple life most of my life, and I want to at least try to live a life of luxury, even for a certain period of, of my life. So that was my childhood dream. Another part of my dream is to be able to educate young girls all over the world. I know that a lot of girls don't have the opportunity to even grab a microphone and speak or go to school because of how they look or, you know, they miss school because they're they're on their period. They are not able to go to school because only the guys in the family are. It's 2020 and those things are still existing. And that's such a big issue for me that one of my childhood dreams, and it still is, is to make sure that no girl goes uneducated. I want every girl to be able to have any opportunity that they can to excel and live the life that they want to on their own terms, on their own vision. So if that's anything that you guys do or you guys can like hit me up, let me know. I think it's time I start digging into that and making my name heard a bit more in that era, in that, you know, you know, space. I don't know what do you call it. Um, my next really hard question for myself is what do I, what am I doing when I feel most passionate and alive? And I'll be honest with you, I feel the most alive and the most passionate, the most me when I'm on stage. It's a crazy feeling. I cannot describe it. I don't know who that person is on stage. I have no idea where the words come from. I never really practice. I have a rough outline, but what I say comes straight from my gut through my heart and out my mouth. So that is kind of how I do 95% of the things that I do. And, you know, that's when I feel the most alive, when I'm on stage, when I'm talking to people, when I'm connecting with people. I feel the most alive and passionate when I'm dulled, um, when I have the mic in my hand, when we're connecting, when we're vibing. This is why what's happening right now has hit me in different eras, different areas at different times, but definitely like not being able to interact and see people is really doing a number on me lately. But I know that it too shall pass and that the new norm or whatever it is will come and I'll be able to adapt so far. I thank you so much for listening to me because it means the world that you're right here listening to me. Another question that I get a lot is where do I get the the energy or the mojo or whatever like how do you do what you do and I'll be very honest with you the only reason why I do what I do is because that's what I've been doing my whole entire life this is me I work like a beast I'm on 24 7 my brain has a million and one ideas digiting through the day I can be doing multiple things at the same time talking to multiple people I do what I do because I can't, because this is what I've known to do. And unfortunately, I do not know how to slow down. I really wish I could. I try very hard, but I can literally sit still for an hour, two tops, and then I'm up again and I'm doing something else. So why I do what I do is because 
I can't sit here and wonder what would happen if I didn't give my all to my brand, if I didn't put people over profit, if I didn't love as hard as I did, if I didn't believe wildly in the people that approach me and in their visions and their dreams. I don't know what would happen if I didn't do that. And that's a truth that I really don't want to find out. Like that's, that's like a lot. I'd be sitting here and I'd be shying myself away from this magnificent thing of of this of me talking to you right now it's such had such like a raw raw moment a really raw interview i don't know if you'll like it really at this point i don't know what people like during lockdown (laughs) i'm just doing what feels good in my heart and i hope that that you understand another really hard question is do does it really matter what others think of me i'll be honest with you i used to be somebody that would care deeply about what others thought about me i still do to some degree i won't sit here and lie i am a recovering people pleaser i that's what i did i would please 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 everyone and my happiness my hopes my dreams those were out the window they would never happen whatever hannah wanted to do was never available or or couldn't because i attended and i cared for so many people that at the end of it all some of them don't even care about me at this very moment that we're talking about I don't get hit up by them because I've stopped being the way I am they stopped responding to me so it was a hard lesson to to learn not to care about what others think about me I'm in a cohort like women's support group and we talk a lot about survivor's guilt and that's kind of like when you've become successful in a certain arena or a certain area and you don't have time for the things that you used to do before. You get resistance from the people that knew you. So that's where I've kind of built that muscle. I've kind of built that the the strength to not care about what people think, because at the end of it all, I'm going to say this. You can quote me. Don't care. I'm going to look out for me. I got to look out for me regardless, because if I'm not around, then I can't take care of my mom. I can't take care of my husband. I can't take care of the people that are around me. If I don't take care of me, it's impossible. It can't be done. So that's kind of where what people think about me, what they say about me has. I've given like there's zero F's given about that now because nobody can live my happiness for me. When was the last time I made a new friend? Let's get real here for a second. Making friends in your 30s is hard. <laughs> I don't even know what a friend is. What's a friend? I don't even know what the, what do you describe a friendship as? At this point, I have a lot of associates. Um, I have a lot of contacts. Yes, that we can talk because it's brand related and they do know a bit pers- like a bit of my personal life. There's other people that I've met that I've gotten super close to me and that know so much about me. So, and I don't even consider that a friend. I consider that another something else. So, you know, to me, have I made new friends lately? No, I don't think so. Have I made like bonds with people that I want to last a lifetime? Of course. But initially, I always go back to my very best friend is my mom. I tell her literally everything. And I don't know if making friends in your 30s is even possible. It has to be a special human being to understand how busy my life is and how I'm not going to compromise it for absolutely anybody. I don't know if that sounds rude. I don't know if you want to hear that, but 
I don't feel like compromising. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. Kicks, screams, runs out the room. So that's kind of another hard question. And, you know, another thing that I, a question I despise really is when people ask me, where do I see myself in the next couple of years? I really dislike that question. So for the fact that I don't want to be asked that anymore, I'm going to answer it here. In the next five years, I totally see this brand taking over the world and I'd be on radio, broadcasting, TV personality. My book will be out. I'll be speaking all over the world. And this right here, these episodes that you're listening to are going to be called my glory days. This is going to be like the come up of like, you know, you know, like Drake's albums, the beginning ones that he sounds so trash in, but he still sounds good. But he he sounded good in that era. But now when you hear the stuff today, you're like, oh, wow, this guy's really leveled up in the last 10 years. That's what you're going to see for me in five. You're, you'll see the difference in five, in five to 10. You'll see a different. In five, you'll see a difference from what I'm doing now. And in 10, you'll see a difference from what I'm doing in five years. So it's definitely something that I pride myself in. I want to level up as much as I can in the areas that I feel are my strength. And that is connecting, connecting with people. So I don't know if you guys enjoyed this episode, but I kind of feel lighter. I feel a little bit, you know, happier. The rain on the windowsill is going to is like really giving me a vibe. I could probably stay on here for like 45 minutes talking to myself. But because I value your time and I like to make these episodes quick, easy, fun, digestible, I want to ask you a question. Ask yourself a hard question today and find out what your answer is. If you want to share with me, send me a DM. My Instagram handle is advice from Hannah. If you want to come out to lead with love, back to business, I'll link it in the comment section. I hope some of you want to come out. I think it'll be really dope. I also do not know when I'm doing another solo event. So come out. So then you're not bugging me asking me when the next one is. Okay. Because I don't know. As always, I want to let you know that I love you. Thank you for riding with me. Thank you for listening to me. And if nobody's told you, you're a badass. This is your favorite host, Advice from Hannah, coming at you from her bedroom studio in the dark with the rain <laughs> wishing you the best week ever toodles Baby.